<clears throat> Welcome to DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. I am Danny Smith. I am your Bible teacher. I am glad you are here today. Listen, just in case you're wondering, it is March 14th. And yes, we lost an hour of sleep. I wonder how many people I went to churches with for me this morning. And, and maybe when you listen to this, it was the day before or whenever it is. I wonder how many of you went to sleep, uh, got up tired, went to church tired, yawned and couldn't help it. I didn't notice much of that in sound for cold about the church we were today, but I know what I did notice. Well, man, we had a lot of people out with spring break in their schools and everything going on there. And so we're just kind of glad to be talking to you today and, and hope that when we get through talking to you today that you will be glad that you turned in, tuned in uh, to our podcast this afternoon. Now, this morning or whenever you're listening, if you can get a hold of your copy of God's Word, if you can turn to Matthew chapter 26, Matthew chapter 26, verses 40 and 41. We'll just let you do that as as you're as they're looking for their Bible. Many of you have your Bible, or you're either not going to get your Bible, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> just tell you some of the stuff. We we'll always try to remind you of you can contact us at DK Ministries uh, on the Facebook. And you look that up, you send us a message, be glad to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Compliments, complaints, whatever criticisms, whatever <laughs> whatever you want to send us. Uh, we appreciate that. Or the best way for a lengthy conversation and communication is uh, <clears throat> send me an email, uh, dspreacherman at gmail.com, uh, dspreacherman at gmail.com. We appreciate so much uh, the comments and the kindness of others. And for those who, who are new to the uh, program and new to the podcast, we thank you for tuning in. I appreciate our, our those that have been around a while and hope that you'll continue to help others uh, find us. Yeah, we podcast, we broadcast, um, record these, excuse me, on Anchor, and they go out through numerous, numerous other uh, <clears throat> venues or platforms. Now, we don't know the other platforms that never said, hey, no one listens. There are lots of people listen, so we have no clue. But we do know Spotify has a number of people uh, that listen to our podcast, and then we have some who listen uh, <clears throat> on Apple. And uh, I say we record them on, on Anchor. I don't mind anybody listens to them on Anchor other than me. I listen to them and keep hoping they'll, they'll sound better than when I did them. But so far, that... <laughs> Well, I believe in miracles. Uh, so far, that hasn't happened. But anyway, <clears throat> that's the way it goes. So don't forget, uh, write us, let us know, uh, contact us, whatever. Uh, DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all our case. By the way, <clears throat> thanks for the uh, those who have been listening to Thursday's discussions. Uh, basically, on Thursdays, we try to answer some of the questions we've been asked recently and especially want to focus on some of the things we're asking the last week or so. So if you have something you'd like to know, something more you'd like to discuss, uh, send us, uh, you know, an email. Say, hey, Brother Danny, what about this? I'd like to know about this or, or whatever or whatever your favorite chosen form of communication with us is. Uh, and send it uh, and say, hey, I'd like to know that. And we'll try to include it in a Thursday discussion. Uh, may, uh, <coughs> excuse me, you know, really, I don't cough to start, start this. Uh, may you turn in your copy of God's Word. I'll just say it that way. <laughs> Since I was going, I got interrupted myself to Matthew 26, verses 40 uh, through 41. And then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. Of course, you know the story here. Uh, last night of Jesus' life, before the trial, before the crucifixion, and everything else. And he said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, at least you, uh, at least you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that odd... Admonition, that encouragement, that almost dressing down in some respects, you want to look at it that way, to be careful, watch, stay awake, that you don't enter temptation is something we hear before. Pray 
that you do not enter temptation. You know, the time had come, and the cross was just moments away. Jesus' command or instruction to pray that temptation <clears throat> does not overcome you. Uh, well, it seems to be more than good advice. It seems to be something that was in the heart. This is not the only time Jesus instructed them to avoid temptation. The model prayer, the Lord's Prayer, uh, as, you know, whichever word, I've heard it called both ways. I usually refer to Lord's Prayer. Uh, other than right now today, I don't know that I've ever really called it the model prayer, but a lot of people do. Well, it teaches us the same thing that, that Jesus taught the disciples here about being careful about temptation. In other words, we should pray that we have the good sense to stay away from te- temptation. In neither one of these places is a particular temptation name. And the truth is, I understand that. Now, maybe you don't. A lot of people like to know, okay, what temptation you talk about? But the truth is, temptation for one person is not temptation for another. A temptation taken in mind becomes sin flowing from the heart. <clears throat> sin is defeated. And this is something I think that we have forgotten. We've bypassed whatever. But sin is defeated when we recognize the temptation that comes along with it and turn from it, from it instead of turn to it. On a personal level, a temptation comes from, well, to, for some people, it's standing in front of a, you know, a, d- a dessert bar and an all-you-can-eat buffet. You say, oh, that, uh, Brother Danny, come on now. Now, there are some people that uh, cannot <clears throat> turn that away that that piece of pie, that piece of cake. Now, I, I'm not one of those who's just crazy uh, over sweets. A lot of people have that problem. I do like once in a while, like a good piece of pecan pie. Uh, and I love cheesecake, but I'm, I don't eat them all the time. I eat one, but I do like one once in a while. But temptation is not like that. On a personal level, uh, you're not going to stand in front of that <clears throat> buffet bar and uh, eat too much probably. For a lot of you, you're going to probably get full. Yes, and if you get three ice cream Sunday, Sundays, you're, <laughs> you're, you're probably struggling with temptation and looking for a belly, for a belly ache. But the truth is, <laughs> the decision to give in is something we all make. And we need to keep our eyes open. The reason we give in to temptation, we, we, we shut our eyes. I write these thoughts on an iPad, and, and I love using this device. Uh, my computer died years ago. I haven't, I haven't replaced it. My gosh, who can who replace those things nowadays? But for a few years now, I, I've never had a problem with my iPad. I'd turn it on, and there'd be what I'd expect. And they wouldn't be things I wouldn't expect. But the pandemic has brought, and I've talked about this before, the pandemic has, has brought some things to my iPad for some reason. I cannot understand again, I find out, uh, that are, well, <clears throat> bring along with them things that I really don't want. <clears throat> Videos and, and sayings and, and, and other things sometimes. And I have, from time to time, <clears throat> gotten friend requests from people that I have no clue how they how they uh, got my name or whatever. But it's clear from the picture they send uh, that uh, they don't know who I am and they're just sending it out. Well... All these things can become temptations to many, but they also become something uh, that one who is not interested in uh, has to deal with. Sometimes that temptation comes without any disguise. I've noticed that. And sometimes it's well hidden and well it sneaks in. I I think every time one of these things comes my way, uh, how hard it must be for people who have a different kind of page. Now I have, I've been in the ministry now for a long time, and my Facebook page has always been an extension of my ministry. In my mind, <clears throat> that's what I, the posts I write, the things I say are meant to, to encourage, to help, and, and, and to wake up, and a lot of different things, but always meant to edify and help, help fellow believers and those who, who need to become believers. 
my goal has always been to take any any friend request that comes, and I have, and, and I've had to, as soon as I take some friend requests, I've had to delete them. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> that happens, but I can't minister if I don't take them. I don't, um, I don't send friend requests. I, I, I learned very early not to do that. And there are lots of people who say, uh, hey, Brother Dan, send me a friend request. Well, I don't do that. Um, because, you know, uh, some people, they don't realize when they're doing something. Uh, and I see it on their Facebook. They get a little embarrassed. So I, I, I leave it up to the person. But I do try to take every request. Now, the, there's a caveat. <clears throat> and lately, I'm getting a lot of these uh, friend requests where, in uh, fact, I had a friend write me a friend request the other day, which is pretty good because he's been in heaven two or three years. So <laughs> so those that obviously are fake or phony or hacking of some kind and doesn't mean I haven't gotten burned. Don't mean I won't get burned, but I try to be very careful. And I am really careful with new pages. But I know this, temptation comes for a lot of folks and you have to be careful. You have to recognize, you have to deal with it. And it's one of those things you're probably always going to have to deal with. But here's a fact. Do we start praying, as Jesus said, to stay away from temptation? We're going to find ourselves surrounded by temptation. I, I know you, you you want, you think, you, you would expect me as a pastor to say, okay, here are the four ways to avoid temptation. Well, the problem is, um, <laughs> I don't know the four ways to, to, to avoid temptation. I, I don't know the way uh, to completely rid yourself of temptation. I, I've, never, I've never seen it. I've never heard it. And Jesus didn't didn't pass along to us. The Bible says of Jesus when he went to uh, <clears throat> when he went to be tempted in the in the desert, it doesn't say. It, it, it was clear that Jesus won, but he didn't win it by he he didn't win by supernatural power or some of the other things, but he won it by simply praying and believing the word. There's no other way that I can find. I, I know it's not the three empty the three easy steps. We have to pray that we do not enter temptation. Brother Danny why are you talking to us about this today? Well, it's something that I came across in my Bible reading. It's something that in my study, but it's also something that I'm always looking at and, and thinking about as a, as a pastor when I realize how many people uh, given a temptation don't even recognize it. You know, they do this or do that for their family and <clears throat> it takes them bad around, down a bad road or, or something that gives them off, off serving the Lord or off center and they don't realize that opportunity, quote unquote, was a temptation to, to do something else. I have listened, and I won't name the, the pro athletes, I have listened uh, with great interest uh, to a couple of guys over the last few years, pro athletes, that were quote-unquote known for their for their faith, for their uh, Christianity, whatever. I've noticed that, that that voice has become a lot more silent as they have uh, played in their various leagues and, and taken part in their various things. Uh, I'm not going to call either one by, any of them by name, um, but they have apparently from the outside looking in fallen into temptation. Preachers do the same thing. I, I know, uh, I know a lot of great preachers uh, who really, once they start really getting a name for themselves or getting known, uh, it's not long before you find out that you know they, uh, well, they give the temptation. I never forget. <clears throat> um, learning some years ago that Satan just doesn't give up. Uh, you say, how do you mean? Well, let me let me share with you from the Bible, the book of Genesis, the story of Cain and Abel. And you go back and look at that and you find out that sin's at the door, this desire is for you. That hadn't changed. Yeah, I could tell you some personal stories of 
of times I gave him temptation. Well, good would that do you? What tempted me may not tempt you. And you may go, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, it was a big deal because it, it, it ruined my testimony or, you know, it, it, it throws, you know, shadow on my testimony. What I've learned about sin is something that, that many of us need to learn, I'm afraid. And I'm not, uh, <clears throat> I'm not, I'm just saying I've learned it the hard way, <laughs> but I've learned it. Uh, temptation comes along and it, it tends me to do things that, you know, cast a shadow on my, on, on my witness or, or makes people doubt my sincerity. Well, that's temptation. It, it may not be the big, you know, eat the apple thing that Adam and Eve went through. It may be a little thing that a lot of people don't think about, but it hurts my witness. <laughs> I found out when I was at LSU, when you're in class and people peg you as, quote, unquote, the preacher in class, everything you say and everything you do, and even the way you walk into class sometimes can, well, give the wrong impression, wrong idea, and you have to be very careful. Jesus said, pray that you enter not in temptation. And for those who's, who have been listening, you go, okay, okay. Give, give me the see, give me the idea. You gotta have more than that than this. This is like rambling. No, I've tried to drive behind the point about temptation. It comes to everyone. And it comes at various times. And it comes for one reason, you know, to destroy your witness or to, or to trip you up, or whatever you want to say. By the way, most of the time when Satan becomes against you in that area, the first thing he does is destroy your witness. Because once he destroys your witness, well, it, the rest of it's pretty easy for him. Because you get you begin to lose your God confidence, you begin to lose all these other things. And until you get that back, you're probably going to go down that bad road. You say, okay, just didn't give me some advice about temptation. Well, pray that you don't enter into it. That's what Jesus said. Oh, I know you could probably turn to pastors and preachers and Bible scholars and all this. And, and they may give you the six ways to avoid temptation. That's great, wonderful, terrific, awesome. But the truth is, I don't know that they know more than Jesus knew. And in fact, I, well... When they came out, when those words came out, I knew that wasn't what I'm, what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is, I know they don't know more than Jesus knew. And one who knew everything said, pray that you don't enter into temptation. So while I don't have the three easy steps, I don't have the six ways, I do have some advice. Number one, make it personal for you. Make it personal. Pray, Lord, keep me. And as the model, Lord's Prayer says, Lord, don't let me feel like you've led me to temptation. Don't make me feel like don't allow me to think, feel, believe that this is the way I'm to go. If it's not the way I'm, I should go. There have been many testimonies of people who got up and have testified over things they felt, well, they felt prey to. And they say, <clears throat> and they'll say, when I first started this, I really thought it was God's will for my life. Well, it probably wasn't. It was probably just Satan dangling the carrot out there and they took it so Make it personal. Make it a personal, well, make it a personal battle, if you will, to stay away from temptation. Pray constantly, always, that you don't enter into it. Those two things both start with P, and they're they're very important. So you should pray, <clears throat> and you should make it personal. But you also you also should remember there are others watching. There are others watching. Usually. I hear stories about kids who struggle and they're in various things. And often the reason they struggle is they watch their parents and see what their parents are doing. <laughs> and there's no consistency. Now, parents, we are, we, we are held to a higher standard. I, I know. 
I had to be careful here. So like, who do you think you are? I, I think I'm a man who stumbles. I think I'm a, a believer who needs the grace of God. But hopefully my children would tell you that when I fail and falter and realize I failed and faltered, I do my very best to correct it. There's always someone watching. We need to remember that. There's always someone ready to pick us up. Yes, that is always the Lord. He's always ready. But typically, and I'll just add this caveat, there's typically people in our life, if we have developed the right kind of relationships, that will encourage us, pray with us, give us words of wisdom and insight, and listen to us. So today, I, I guess the best piece of advice I have about temptation is pray that you don't enter into it. Keep your eyes open. Make your steps, you know, the right steps. Walk on the right path. But when you fall, when you falter, when you enter into temptation, remember, God's got grace to pick you up, wash you off, and sit you back on the road again. Peter was the one who spoke here. We understand that he failed, he faltered, and he messed up. But he also confessed and got right with God, and God used him in a mighty way. I heard a sermon one time, and I hated this sermon because the preacher in the sermon said this. And a well-known preacher, and it was well-received by a lot of folks, but it angered me a little bit. Spiritual anger, not, not I hate that God, but like, oh man, I, I hate the way that they're misabusing what God has said about forgiveness. And this preacher, wanting to impress people, said that um, when you sin, you disqualify yourself certain things. So when you fall in temptation, you may fall into a temptation that disqualifies you. And I'm sure he had his list. I don't remember him giving his list, but I'm sure he had it. And maybe you have yours. And then he used the example. You know, if a bird breaks its wing, it may fly again, but it never flies as high as it used to. Well, I've always thought about this. My Bible doesn't talk about God's children who have broken their wings. My Bible talks about those of God's children who wait upon the Lord and who shall renew their strength and mount up with wings like eagles. Well, I don't know why we shared this podcast today. It's different. I understand that. It's Sunday. Sometimes they're different on Sunday. You say, Brother Danny, you say that about this day and that day. I know, I know. Um, but I go as we're led, and today we were led to talk about temptation. So while temptation is common, while temptations desire is for us, and while we should pray not to enter into it, the truth is when we do and we will, we have someone who will pick us up, wash us off, and help us fly again. It's better not to fall. So pray you don't fall in temptation. But it's great to know that if we fall, we have someone that will pick us up again. God bless you. I love you. Thanks for listening. This is DK Ministries podcast, Proclaiming the Word podcast. In fact, we record them on Anchor. Uh, typically, we make them available lots of times on Facebook, on my personal Facebook page, and they're there for about 24 hours. Don't know that it happened with this particular podcast, but we do a lot of that. But today, I can tell you, if you've listened, thank you. If you'd like to contact us, dspreacherman at gmail.com, all lowercase. Look us up on Facebook, DK Ministries. Let us know. But pray that you don't enter into temptation. But if you do enter into temptation and you fail and you falter, remember, 
you have someone, and his name is Jesus, who is willing by the grace of God pick you, will pick you up, wash you off, and help you soar again. God bless you. We'll see you next time.